Hey everyone, it's episode 57 of Chris Brain Dump. Um, how you doing? Come out from Manchester, um, so I'm really tired, it's late on a Sunday. Um, usually I tell you about my week, but I don't have anything to tell you about really. Manchester was fun, it was good. Um, you do what everyone does who lives in London, goes to another city. You, you think about if you can live there or not. You see how cheap the prices are. You're like, yep, that's amazing. How cheap I could buy a house now. And then you realise, but you would have to live in Manchester. Now, there's nothing wrong with Manchester. It's just it's not where you currently live. So kind of changing your whole life just because you want to save a couple of grand on a house, on a deposit, that's probably not probably not the right thing to do. Maybe just save up a little bit more. Just, just wait. But um, yeah, that's what happened this weekend. Manchester's really cool. It's fucking cold. Um, but it's nice. That's it. I haven't got any entertaining stories to tell about Manchester. All you had to be there kind of story. So I won't go into it too much. Um, this week, what else have I done? Gigged. As usual, gigged on Tuesday. I was on the On The Low podcast. That will be released tomorrow, Monday. If you're listening to this on a Sunday night. Um, you're probably going to listen to this on the same day as On The Low. So I'll be on there. Um, so that was fun. I want to hear that back. Because we started drinking, so I can't remember what I said. Ah, oh, fuck. It's always nerve-wracking how to listen back to a podcast I've been drunk on. But um, what else have I done this week? I think that's it. Just the snow. The snow disrupted my week. Oh, snow. Snow, my God. It's snowing. It's, um, it's... Snow's shit, innit? Fucking hate snow. Really do. Um, Anyone who likes the snow, fuck off. Grow up. Yeah? Hate it. Fucking hate it. My old Facebook and Twitter's like, oh my God, it's snowing outside. Oh, fuck's sake. Can't stand snow, man. It's just disruptive. It's slippery. It's cold. It's dangerous. It's wet. There's, there's no upside to snow. Only when you was at school and you got to like, you know, have the day off. All right, that was, that's when snow was good. When you don't, when you can't work from home, you have to get into work. Ah, that's fucking shit. But we were a bit dramatic in London, though. You know, I think we were. I know people died in this snow, so I'm not saying the weather wasn't actually bad. But in London, you know, it's a lot of panic. It's, it's, it's a lot of panic. So much panic they cancelled trains before the snow even fell. That was my favourite. That as a country surpassed ourselves there. We're not even going to wait for the snow to fuck up the trains. Now, we're, we're just going to cancel them now. Before the snow's even dropped. You know I mean? It's kind of like some weird kind of minority report confessing to a crime that you haven't even committed yet. It's like, just relax. Just relax, country. We could, we could maybe have to run some trains. But, nah, I hated it. Didn't fall over. So, that was cool. But I just hate snow, man. Hate it. There's no weather that I hate more than snow. Shit. Um, what else happened this week? What happened in the news? In the news and stuff. Um, what happened? Did I, did I actually follow any news? No. It's just um. Oh, that's what happened though. I do remember that. While talking about the snow, I was reading in the metro, and you know, people just make suggestions. You think you've never thought of. You, you're not in any kind of decision-making position in life, are you? Like, you don't think about things before you say it. Here's what someone actually wrote as a thing for, um, because of the trains being cancelled. I just don't get why we just don't install maglev. 
And if you don't know what maglev is, that's uh, magnetic levitation, which is this kind of um, it's like this propulsion. Do I just Google it? Because why I'm going to try and describe it would be dreadful. But it's basically magnets, electromagnetic. Mag- See, look, I can't describe it. All right, it's one of those things. I know what it is. I know what it looks like. I don't know how it actually. I know how it works as well. I just can't describe it. You know, it's like a car. If my car breaks down, I'm going to call someone else to come and fix it. I don't know. I don't know how to drive, but I don't really know how a car actually drives. You know, you could try to take the piss out because I don't. But you don't know either. Depending when your computer works, you just go to the IT guy. You just hot handing me laptop. It's not working. Well, what's the actual problem? I don't know. It's just not working. Can you fix it? See, a lot of things we use, we don't even know how they work. All right? We just know how to work them. And that's it. Don't like tell me how a microwave works. Go on. I'll wait. Exactly. Shut up. So anyway, this guy was saying that he wants to install maglev. Why why don't we just install maglev trains? Magnetic levitation trains, right? Like it's just something that like they something no one's ever thought about before. No one's ever thought about that. Oh yes. This doesn't cost anything, does it? Why don't we just rip up every single track in the country? And let's put this maglev stuff in. It's dead cheap. My mate Dave, he'll just give you some maglev. Yeah, he does it all the time. Yeah, no, he did the old Japanese transport system. Yeah, my mate Dave, he did it. Yeah, he's got loads of scrap maglev stuff. Yeah, let's put the tracks in, put the trains in. Won't cost anything, mate. You flipping moron. He's like, if this isn't a re- if this snow doesn't prove how much this country needs it, then I, I don't know what does. It's like, shut up. Gary from Slough. <laughs> it's like, shut up, you're chatting so much nonsense. There's other people like moaning about how this country can't um can't cope with snow. I think I may have even moaned about it in this podcast, and this podcast is about four minutes in. Love contradicting myself. But the point I was making. You know, people moan about this country, ah, oh, this country can't fucking deal with snow. You see in Finland. They cleared the snow. Canada, they cleared the snow. Because it snows all the fucking time. They need to do that. That's worth investing. Cost benefits. Are you going to spend billions of pounds to clear snow that falls maybe once a year? You know, it doesn't actually snow that often in this country. Right? It doesn't actually snow that often. Maybe once a year. Twice a year, maybe. You get some snow. Did it even did it snow last year? In, in 2017? I'm not sure if it did. I actually don't think it snowed at all in 2017. But we just think, oh my God, it's snowing now. Why hasn't the government sorted this? Why do we not have... Where's the gritters? The gritters. Doesn't matter there's going to be 40 inches of snow. The grits. Get grit on the road. It's like, grit. That, grit's not going to help there. I didn't see one gritter. That's because you weren't driving your car at 2am in the morning. I mean, I just, I don't get, I don't get what people expect from this country. You know? What, what do you expect? I mean, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just moaning. I'm just moaning. It's, it's, it's my podcast. I get to moan about things. I just, just can't stand just, just that though. 
that kind of attitude. But um, I don't know. I'm tired. I'm really tired. Um, what else I going to talk about? Rick Ross, 50 Cent, all that stuff. If you don't know, Rick Ross admitted to hospital. Don't really know the details. Of 50 Cent, Team Petty put a Dolph Lundgren picture up. Uh, I can't remember his character in Rocky, but his quote is, if he dies, he dies. That was his response. I just realised there's a guy sat in the car. That's weird. We're both just sat in our cars. I thought his light was on. Then I just saw his hand hang out of the window. Ah, oh, he's smoking. That's what he's doing. He's he make, he makes more sense. He's smoking. I'm I'm just sat in a car recording a podcast like a weirdo talking to myself. But um yeah. What's to say? Fifty Cent, Rick Ross. Look, I get they have beef. But when the reports are that the man may have had a heart attack and he's on life support, there's, you know, I mean, there's no need to beef the guy then, all right? If he dies, you, you win the beef. I think that's how beef wins. Last man alive actually wins the beef. So just like, just leave it. However, I guess you could argue and people keep saying, keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. He technically did. He technically did. Um, well, I know. As for me, if I was, just, I, I don't beef anyone. I, I'm too self-centered to have enemies. Fact. I'm so concerned about myself that yeah. I don't. I can't think about someone else that much to hate him. But that's why I'm not such a loving person either, because it takes a similar amount of energy. <laughs> and it's all about me. Me, me. You know what I mean? I was, that's what I was talking about myself. I was considering changing my name, right? Um, just stage name. That's all. But I'm not sure if I could if I could be bothered to do it. Only reason I don't want to do it is because I have to change my website. So my website's DarrenGriffiths.com. I think I might just drop the last four letters of my surname and just be Darren Griff. It'd just be easier. Maybe it's easy for people to remember. Because still to this day, people call me Darren Griffin. Griffith. Let's just drop the S off. You know, it's just an easy thing to spell. Maybe we should do that. I don't know. Well, I just want to change my website. I've paid, I've paid for it for five years. I know, flipping ambitious, that, isn't it? Arrogantly assumed I'd be alive in five years. <laughs> but no, I don't know. So, should I change my name? Maybe. I read somewhere, right, that it's easy for people to remember names that are three syllables. That's what it is. And then when I thought about um, a lot of my favourite slebs, they do have three syllable names. But then a lot of them have two, a lot of them have four, and five and other syllables. So, I don't think it's actually a real science there. I don't think it's actually a real science there. But, um... Yeah, no, I've just, I've just gone through it. There's a lot of people with different syllable names. Maybe I should just keep my name. I mean, it is my name and all. I don't, I don't have to change things. Maybe that's the way forward. What? I got shook. I didn't like how these guys got out of that car, you know. Whoa. That car just started walking towards me. Easy, rude boy. Um, What else happened this week? Monique and Charlemagne. We spoke about this on, on the low pod, so... You know, I, 
I'm going to talk about it here as well. Because yeah, I've got my own views about it. I don't want to talk about it a bit longer than I think we managed to. But we managed to talk about it for ages on the pod because I was drunk. But no, that was weird. Um, what, made, what that made me realise, though, is people don't listen to the facts of an argument. Like, they don't. You pick a side, you say, I like this person, and whatever they say, I want to side with. And whatever the other person says is shit. Because I saw just T Monique, and T Monique online sounded like this Ha! Ha! Charlemagne got schooled. Charlemagne got bodied. Leonard. And then Team Charlemagne is like, Ha! Ha! Monique. She's so irrelevant. She's so dumb. She's difficult to work with. She's embarrassed herself. So it's just... No one's actually listening to the points in the argument. Do you know what? You don't have to pick a side. I listened to the argument. Guess what? My perspective changed on the situation. That's it. I don't have to say I agree with Monique or agree with Charlemagne. My actual view on it is that, you know, she had some good points and she had some nonsense points. Same as Charlemagne. That's what happens when two people have a conversation. Now, her not being able to perform uh, stand-up for two years after, that's not even what he said. She wasn't allowed to record. Record stand-up. And, that, and perform that same material. That's it. Which I don't know any comedians who'd want to do that anyway. But you know, like I said I don't give it. I don't give it that much energy. All I would say is anyone who says they're Team Monique, go watch her in it. Go watch her. Well, what is this lady doing? Sorry, it's my mum calling me. What does this do to the podcast? Do I get, can I pause? I can't pause the podcast. Sorry, mum, I'm gonna have to ignore you. I have to ignore your call. She's probably wondering if I'm alive and if I've returned from Manchester because she hasn't heard from me, which which is totally fair. That's so fair. She wants to see if her son's alive. I'll call her in a bit. Don't worry, people. I'm not going to just keep my mum haggard like that, all right? But um, what else was I going to talk about? I can't remember what I was saying now. Thanks, mum. Ruined the podcast. Need to get her back on the podcast, which would mean I need to go and visit my mum. So I need to do that. But uh, what else has happened this week? I'm so sketchy today. I can't think what else happened this week in the news. There's something major happened in the news this week. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Brexit, that's still happening, isn't it? And the whole hard border in Ireland. Don't care enough. Um, no. There would have been something else major in the news. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Safari's dick. I'm not, talk, I'm not on a podcast on my own. That's that's weird. Um, no, it's nothing. Nothing else. Nothing else. So why don't I just do Dear Deirdre and then I can just go go to bed. I'll do that instead. All right. Um, right, dear Deirdre. Where do we go? Where do we go first? There's a lot. Um, all right, let's just start from the top. Here we go. Dear Deirdre. Come on, page. Load. I haven't been able to stop cheating since finding out my pregnant girlfriend has slept with a total of 18 men. I had sex with my sister's friend, but only to get my own back on my girlfriend. What? Why? Did you sleep with 18 guys while you was with her? 
She confessed she had had sex with 18 guys before we met. When I'd only been with four girls. Oh, I see what's happened. You're pissed off that you didn't get your end away more before you settled down. And yeah, see, I know it feels like if you're a guy at that age, you, it does, that feels like your woman's been pammed by everyone. Every guy you look at on the tube, like, is he one of the 18? Like, why do you even know the number? Like, why do you know the number? Why do you know your... Why do people ask their partner how many people they slept with? I don't, that is not a right answer to that question. What is the right answer? That's the right answer to any woman is actually three. Women. Women say that, all right? If a man asks you, and you don't really want to give them the, your real number, just say three. That is the right answer. One's your first time, second was a long-time boyfriend, the other one was just like a guy you were seeing once. That's it. Just lie. Three. Even if you had like seven ex-boyfriends. Just lie. Three. Don't even look at your boyfriend when he asks you a question. How many, how many guys do you step in? Three. Just, just boom. Say it out quickly. But you've been married four times. Three. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. But uh, let's, let's read them. But yeah, don't, know, don't ask people how many people they slept with. And if you're going to, just lie. Just lie, you know? That's all you got to do. Just lie. Because um, if anyone ever asked me how many people I've slept with, I'll just... I'll give them the real answer. I don't know. I stopped counting. Stopped counting after it went past one. So there you go. Before you try to say I've slept with loads of people. No, it's more than one. But I can't remember. I stopped counting after one. So, ha. Hear your face. Um, <laughs> right, so I've been cheating on her ever since in order to feel better. My girlfriend and I are both 23 and my sister is 19. Uh, this friend, also 19, has called around to show my sister uh, some new undies she just bought. My sister was out, so I asked, why don't you show me? I was only being cheeky, but to my surprise, she took off her jeans and top and stood there looking gorgeous in some very skimpy underwear. I said that I guessed she would look even better without them, so she took those off too and came towards me. I whispered, not here. So let me whisper it, sorry. And I whispered, not here. Upstairs. Once in my bedroom, it had been, it had to be a quickie because we knew my sister would be back any moment. Okay, now you're up to five women you've slept with. Well done. Um, it was exciting, but I feel I feel guilty now because it was all about getting my revenge on my girlfriend for the stuff that she did before she got with you. And well, because she could attract dick. Yeah, you know, don't be bad because you're a pussy repellent, mate. You got her. She's had eighteen dicks, and yours the one that she settled with, mate. Um, she and I have been together for two years. She only told me about her past after we'd been together for eighteen months. And it completely broke me. I started cheating on her whenever I got the opportunity. It felt like the answer to my anxiety about what I had discovered about her past lovers. I kept bringing up her past and this caused rows between us. Exactly, you can't just throw that in her face. Like, let her live. Um, two months ago, she suggested we go on a break because I was making her miserable. Yep, that makes perfect sense. Uh, she was less of... We, well, we saw less of one another for a while and it helped. Then she discovered she was pregnant. Um, I have always wanted to be a dad, so I was really pleased. I have stopped cheating now, 
but I am still feeling angry um, over her past. I know I have to resolve this, or, or I will mess up everything, but I don't know how to. Mate, fucking just get over it. But I don't think you will be able to get over it. So what you need to do is split up with her, palm the whole universe until your dick almost falls off, and then you'll get with someone else who's not that good, and you'll think, oh, shit, yeah, I really, really miss my girlfriend and the mother of my child. But that's what you have to do, mate, because you won't actually be able to uh, to get over it unless you fuck everything. That's, that's what you're going to have to do. I'm sorry, that's the only way around it. I've been on the other, I've been sure on the other foot. I had a girlfriend at uni. She asked the only people I slept with. I told her, and she went into a flipping meltdown. <laughs> she went to like, who, who is it? It's like, why, why? You don't know these people. You don't know these, you know, two other women I've slept with. So, <laughs> right, next one. Uh, which one? Which one? I love this. My colleague stinks so bad, I can't concentrate. That, wow. Let's go. Dear, dear dream. Recently, I started a new job and I share a small office with a colleague who smells awful. She, oh no, she's in her 40s. I'm 23. It's easy for a dude just to tell another dude you stink, mate. But with a woman, you, how are you going to tell a woman she stinks? Anyway, I've bought diffusers and air freshers, but they are not enough to solve the problem. She's too pungent. Um, I can still smell it. I spoke to the boss about it, but he did nothing. And I understand someone else complained a year ago and that this colleague cried when something was said. Yeah, look, but you do smell. You can cry all you want, but have you smelt yourself? Like, I understand you're upset by finding out you smell, but... You do smell, so stop smelling. Stop crying and stop smelling. Done. Um, I understand some... Uh, mostly, no, I don't want to upset anyone, but it's so bad I find it hard to concentrate. Some days I try not to breathe because it's unbearable. You don't want to do that. You, you need to be able to breathe. Like most jobs I know require you to be alive. So holding your breath is not the solution. You've got to tell this stinky bitch... Hey, you want to freshen up in your armpits and your vagina? What's you got to do? Just dash some wet wipes at her, some Dettol. It's like, listen, right? I'm going to keep it 100. You stink. You smell real bad. I mean, I don't know if that's ass or breath. I don't know. You just stink. Clean yourself up. Get the fuck out of the office, man, because you stink. Get out of here. <laughs> it's like, it's got to be, you got to just tell them. Um, how would I do it? Genuinely, tact, tact, tactfully. I, that door, I would lie. I go, someone said that they thought you smell. I don't want to say who it is, but someone in the office has said you smell. And I don't want people to be chatting shit about you so maybe you know don't don't smell so much then they'll start crying ask who said it hey child come to me and go could you tell me you said it ah shit yeah but that's what i do though i'll dig and then yeah when then when the pressure gets applied about oh god damn it, it was me it's me i think you stink i do you smell i can't concentrate 
I hold my breath at work. That's why I almost passed out the other day. Because she's stick. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, how about this one? Here we go. Dear Deirdre, I was already really good friends with a much younger guy who drinks in our pub when he started going out with my cousin. I'm 33. Uh, she is his age, 21. Now I realise I've fallen for him. I don't know what to do. I've never really thought of him in a loving way until he got close to my cousin. Um, he confided in me about problems they were having in their relationship and he brought us closer together. He has admitted he feels I'm special, but says he thought the age gap meant um, I would not be interested. The truth is I'm very interested, but I know we can never act on our love. Like, calm down, darling. Love. I mean, it breaks my heart whenever um, I see them together. Family means everything to me, and there seems and there seems no solution. Why do you only fancy him after he was dicking down your cousin? Maybe it's an issue with your cousin. You say family's everything. Do you even like your cousin, though? If you don't even like your cousin, it's like, just go through, innit? Suck my man off. I just want him to be late, that's all. I want him to be able to bang cousins and then high-five the boys in the pub. Um, right, next one. So you make this the final one? Which one, which one, which one? I could do one more. Right, let's read this one. All right. Two more. Two more. Two more, two more, two more. Oh, it's all sex. All sex, these ones. Um, here it goes. Dear, dear Drew, my wife was thro- my wife has thrown me out, uh, but we are going on holiday with our daughter. It's already booked and paid for over Easter. My wife says we can just be friends with benefits. But can that work? Our daughter will be in a single room. But we will share a double bed. I never wanted to split in the first place. Ah, so I want us to go on holiday like a married couple again. Now, that's not going to work. The friends of benefit thing is not going to work if you've got feelings. Not, it's not going to work for you, mate. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you had those feelings, then, mate, that's free pumps. Do it. You know? But if... Um, no, if you've got feelings, you'll, you'll have man tears. Big, big man tears. Uh, my wife says we could have sex as friends with benefits, but I still love her and I don't think I could cope with that. Yeah, see, you, you're, you're on the right track. You know you know what you're doing. And we are, we are 35 and 36 and our daughter is 13. She says she no longer loves me, wants time apart while she decides on our future. And if I don't accept this, she will divorce me. Well, I'm not sure where that's going. She doesn't love you. She wants to, She wants to be apart from you. Um, and if you don't do that, then she'll divorce you. Seems like she's going to get both the same thing, either outcome. Should I make love? Ah, oh, there you go. No, you shouldn't make, because you said, should I make love with her uh, when we're on the holiday or just go to sleep? Mate, no, what you do is you don't have sex with her and you bang one of the fucking hotel staff. That's what you do. You what? Sorry, I just re- I just read another one. Oh, wait. Um, so <laughs> yeah, just bag hotel staff, and then you know she might be jealous. But like, oh shit, I do love him. 
Just say, hey, you said you didn't love me. What's it matter if I'm banging the hotel staff? I didn't do it in our bed. You've got to be like really principled about it. Bang some hotel staff somewhere else. Come back and let her, just let her smell the sex on you. Yeah? Water room, be all sloppy drunk. She's like, where have you been? He's like, what? Where have you been? Just out. Been out. Wait. If you... If you had sex, and you were like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I fucked, I fucked Maria, the Spanish waitress. I fucked her. The one that said she liked your dress. That's the one. I fucked her. You know what? You don't love me. And I don't have sex with someone who doesn't love me. And she, she loves me. She bloody loves me. She loved it. She doesn't love me. She fucking loved it. Alright? And then she'll cry. And then she'll tell her friends. And then you'll come across as a dick. Because you're actually still married. And they don't know about the divorce. <laughs> oh, but. Sorry, I've got to click on this one. though. What threw me off is that I just read. Ah, oh, no, this is from. Oh, this is from. Oh, this is disgusting. This is disgusting. Um, dear Deirdre, I've had sex with my sister. I knew it was wrong, but it felt really good. Now we're in a full, full-on relationship. Oh, so I'm just, I'm heartbroken, and this is disgusting. I'm 20, and she's 17, nearly 18. My dad walked out, my mum, when I was one years old, and we've not heard from him since. Um, then mum's boyfriend moved in and my sister was born soon after so we don't have the same dad oh that makes it alright then mate that makes it perfectly fine uh, round your blood related through my mum <laughs> uh, my mum my enjoys being with men and there was an endless succession of them throughout my childhood um, a few were okay, but most were so creepy. I didn't want to get near, and that's how my sister felt too. I tried to protect her, and it felt like it was just me and her up against the world. When she was 16, she told me that one of my mum's boyfriends was trying it on. I punched him and told him, I told the police if I saw him at the house again. Good brother, that is. Um, I left home just as, as soon as I could, although I felt really good for leaving my sister alone with mum. Um, she didn't have a boyfriend at the time. My sister came round to where I am living a few months ago and asked me if she could stay. She said it was awful at home. Mum's new bloke is half her age. Mum is 38 and he's 21. Uh, my sister said it made her feel sick to be around her. Plus he kept eyeing her up. I had to say yes. Fair enough. Good brother. That's good brother. One night we both had a few drinks. She started crying and saying she hated her life. I gave her a cuddle to make her feel better. Nice brother. Then we kissed. Why? How? And I had sex like it was the most natural thing in the world. We've been carrying on together for now for six months. She wants us to leave town, set up home somewhere new and have kids together. But I know we can't. One of my friends found a sexy picture of her on my phone wearing barely any clothes. You couldn't really see her face, so I denied it was her. But I know we are playing with fire, mate. Stop now. This is just, just stop. Right? Please, stop banging your sister. 
I don't know why that's even a... Uh, I can't believe that's even a sentence. Come out of my mouth. Stop bagging your sister. It's not good. And what more can I say? How do you accidentally... He didn't even accidentally... He must have... Uh, I ain't going for yourself. I've just lost the words. How are you going to bag your sister, though? Oh, I'm just loving it. We've got different dads, though. Fuck off. Um, right. Last one. Last one for a go. I'm getting married in a fortnight, but I have just discovered... My fiance had sex with three men on her Hindu. Ross Clot. Uh, my mind is in turmoil. We have been together for four years and I love her so much. I'm 31 and she's 27. She went to Lanzarote with her mate last month uh, for her hen weekend just with one mate. One day last week, she left her tablet on. I noticed she had six new emails. We normally have access to each other's emails, so I thought she would not mind if I had to look. But it was locked with a password, which seemed odd. Okay, that is odd. It's odd you have access to each other's emails. And it's odd that she's now locked it. If that's the rules, then you shouldn't be locking it. After a few tries, it let me in. I froze when I read the emails. I felt sick. There were loads to a man she met on her hen weekend and also to her best friend. I realised from the emails that she had had sex with three men on that weekend. Two were one night stands. But she keeps emailing the third man about their night together. The emails to her friends show she had unprotected sex with the first one and had to take the morning after pill. Fucking hell. Her friend also warned her to stop emailing the third guy. But my fiancé said, what happened in Lanzarote stays in Lanzarote. Yet you're emailing him. So you know it didn't. He's here. Every summer her friend goes away without her husband. And she's now encouraging my fiancé to go with her. And take plenty of condoms. Fucking hell. Um, I do not know what to do. Should I tell my fiance what I have seen or keep quiet? It is eating away at me that she had sex with other men and we were getting married uh, so soon. Uh, my fiance seems normal. Sex seems better than ever until I found those emails. Um, Here's the thing. Call off the wedding, mate. Because you will lose half your shit and you can't even claim infidelity you knew about it before you got got married to her so mate and that's not even a mistake i think people can cheat by mistake um i think it's about not putting yourself in situations to cheat cheating's easy i think yeah if you're alone with someone and you've had something to drink and you're attracted to them it's likely something's going to happen what is do? Watch how much you drink. Don't be alone with that person. I mean, just once you start programming yourself to avoid certain situations, then those situations don't pop up. But to bang three men in one weekend, you're just there for two nights, you know, three different men, and then to co- continue emailing them. It's not a mistake, mate. Do not marry this woman. I don't know why it's crossing your mind. Of course, you're in love with her. That's why. But mate, she don't love you. She's fucked three other guys on a holiday. Oh, oh, it's like I said, if it was a mistake, then you could maybe talk out and, you know, but she's having some kind of emotional relationship with him. And the fact that she's going to be going on holidays again, you you won't be able to trust the girl holiday, especially with this friend. And wait, this same friend is going, or maybe it's a different friend. The friend says, stop, e-. how can this, yeah, the same one saying stop emailing. Ah, no, because she's a pro at it. That's why. She says, stop emailing because you're going to get caught. Oh, right. Yeah, it makes sense. It was the friend who says what happened in Lanzarote stays in Lanzarote. 
Leave it. Leave the dick behind there. And we'll get more dick the next holiday we go on. Fuck, you know. Girls on tour. Um, <laughs> but, hey. That, all I'm saying is, end it, mate. End it. Deal with the heartbreak. Go, go on. Go on over your boys. And, you know, just, just palm away. Just crying on ladies' backs. Thinking about the woman you've lost. And after a while, you'll start feeling better, mate. Take a new hobby as well. Do something really creative. Just make your life fucking awesome. And make her feel like a fucking dick. That's all. Or if you really want to break her heart, say no at the altar. Jilt her. Jilt her. And then have something play on the screen. Have the emails. Just scrolling on the monitor. Have a video playing. Hey guys, I'm not coming uh, to the wedding today. Um, but if you want, in my absence, read these emails. Boom! That's how you do it. That's the end of the podcast. Um, I'm Griff. I'm going to bed. See ya!